Welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. We've been discussing the subject of being dead to self and of dying daily. We understand that we are dead to our old man because Christ died for our sins on the cross. He conquered sin in our lives. And we also understand that still the presence and temptation of sin is going to be something that we deal with until we see Christ one day with our new bodies in heaven. And so until then, it is our duty as Christians to die daily, every day, surrender our will to Christ. And the key word to doing that is Romans six eleven. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We've got to believe what Christ has said about us. Believe that we are dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It continues in Romans 6, verse 12, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. That means, I'm going to point out something specific in that verse we just read in verse 13 of Romans 6. That means that when we die daily, when every day we go to Christ and we say, Lord, I yield to you today, I surrender myself to you, I'm dying to my flesh, my ambitions my dreams, my hopes, my temptations, my lusts, everything, everything about me, I die to it. I surrender it all to you, Lord, and I'm going to walk in newness of life every day. The way we do that is not, verse 13, it says, neither yield ye your members. Members are, are everything that you got, okay? Your hands, your feet, things that you could use to do stuff. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, So don't allow those things to be doing sin, but yield yourselves unto God. Do you see that? God wants you. says, don't yield your members, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto sin. But see, what we do, what we often do is we say, Lord, I'm going to do this for you today or I give you this part of my life, or this part of my thinking, or this part of my day, or this part of my week. When God doesn't want the members, he wants you. He wants you. It says, yield yourselves unto God. And then what follows is your yielded members. But but first, he wants you. He wants all of you. So you don't start with your members, specific things. You start with you, everything. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. A poor man lived in a shack on the corner. Time came that he'd like to sell it. So he painted his little shack. He got everything just right. He planted some flowers, finally mowed the yard, and this little shack looked great, as good as it could. Well, the rich man in town bought it. 
And immediately the rich man sent heavy equipment to tear down the shack to the ground. Well, the poor man was offended. He had done so much work to make it look the best that he could. And he went to the rich man and complained. But the rich man said this. He said, I didn't want your shack. I wanted the site. I wanted this corner lot. And when we try to fix up our members, our habits or whatever, God says, I don't want your shack. I want yourself. God wants all of us. He doesn't want to fix us up. He wants to blow us up and make us a new creature. He doesn't want little bits and pieces of you. He wants all of you. Let him have you. Buried with Christ and raised with him too. What is there left for me to do? And that is to surrender our bodies to the Lord. Surrender everything. Our hearts, our minds, our lives, everything. Surrender it to the Lord. And if you're not doing that, you're not dead to self. You're not dying daily. Ephesians chapter number one. If you've got your Bible, you can go there. If not, I'm going to turn there and you can listen. Ephesians chapter number one, verse number 17 says, um, let's see, Ephesians 1, 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. If you've been keeping up with listening, if not, I encourage you to listen to the past four podcasts, but we understand that it is the power of Christ's resurrection and the new life that Christ experienced in the resurrection that is the power that works in us, that is the new newness of life, the new life, the fullness of life, the abundant life that you and I have today. And you and I are to know, Ephesians 1.19, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's the power that a Christian ought to have the power of Christ, and that can only be had when you're dead to self. Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. The mark of a dead Christian, a dead church is no power. I've been in lots of churches, hundreds of churches, preached in some of those, sung in many of those, looked into the eyes of the congregation and in many churches, while there is life there, there is no power. And you can be a Christian, but not experience the power of God because you're not dead to self. A body, a human body can be alive without power, but that's called paralysis. And a paralyzed person 
depending on the extent, it's potentially worse for them than death sometimes. <clears throat> They're fully paralyzed and they can't do anything at all. Uh, that's, that's hard. That's tough. I appreciate many people who are in that situation and they stick it out with a great spirit. Um, that's amazing. It's admirable. They're heroes and I applaud them. But it is a shame. It is a blot on the body of Christ for a Christian to live without the power of God. Because Jesus promised power. In Acts 1.8, Jesus said, Ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Are you paralyzed today? Are you without power? Are you a powerless Christian? Jesus can heal you. And he can do that when you get yourself out of the way. That Holy Spirit, if you're saved today, the Holy Spirit is already residing in you. 100% of him. If there is a limit to his working in your life, it is not because there is not much of the Holy Spirit in you. It is because you have not given yourself to the Holy Spirit. He's in there. but Perhaps you've not yielded the reins, the controls of your life to the Holy Spirit. New power to live as Christ would have us live because he comes anew to dwell within. New vigor, quickened faith, and warmer love that makes us hate the very thought of sin. This, this, the life he waiteth to impart to those who yield an undivided heart. In Galatians, I'm looking for the verse here. I'm trying to remember it. Um, if you walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill. Oh yeah, Galatians 5.16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You see that? If you're doing one, you cannot be doing the other. If you're walking in the Spirit, you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But if you fulfill the lust of the flesh, you'll not be walking in the Spirit. Today, you and I have the power to die to self. And that power that produces spiritual fruit in our lives, it will not come about, it will not be evident in our lives until we set ourselves aside, we yield ourselves, and we die 